Just thinking of no. All right, here we go. <laughs> Uh, way to start the show. Well, you know, because I said I to you, I was just thinking of. No I said to Julia, "We're live," I, and she's <laughs> spitting out her gum, talking to Lizzie. I'm like, "All right, we're gonna start the show." But I want the, the context. I was thinking of Noah Syndergaard because he said hand, foot, and mouth disease. Well, <laughs> I don't think about him otherwise. Because Evan Roberts has that right now. Oh, we started, gross. By the way, this is our Wash your thing. pants, people. Uh, what do I usually say? What's up, what's Mets up, fans? Mets fans? You know what's weird? I, Season twelve, episode forty-two. Well, fuck that. <laughs> I, I'm never getting to episode twelve. I will be retired by episode twelve. Season 12. No, read the paper. What? You want to do it? Go ahead. You start the show. What's up, Mets fans? Orange and Blue Thing, Season 7, Episode 24, coming to you live. Lizzie's sitting on the floor laughing. We're talking about hand, foot, and mouth disease. What's up, Darren? What's up? Well, what's your name? <laughs> I don't know. Julia. <laughs> yeah, I say, I'm Darren. I'm Me and Darren. Julia Quadrino. How you doing? Whatever. How you Nobody doing? Nobody cares about me. Anyway, <laughs> sure they do. Okay. So listen, we will get to a, little, uh, a bunch of topics uh, coming up soon, but I wasn't there last Thursday night. Unfortunately, I had previous plans. And then once the rain out happened for the Thursday before for the Battle of the Badges, FDNY versus NYPD. Who won, by the way? Was it FDNY? FDNY did win. It, it was. Uh, it started off like it looked like it was going to be like they were going to run away with it. But it did become a game. NYPD it was competitive. Did, yeah. And out. I heard there was a couple home runs, I think, or at least one. There was one home run. I wasn't. I was at the bathroom when it happened, though, but I heard the commotion. Like, if I'd had to have been a home That's got to feel so sick. I mean, I, obviously, these guys are real ball players. I but cannot even To hit a home run at City Field. When, like, before the game was starting, and, like, you know, they have, like, I think, like, Thunder was playing as, as NYPD was running out the field. I, I, was I like, always rem reminds me of Noah Syndergaard yeah, when you hear that. I know, I know. But I was like, I'm so fucking nervous for them. I have never <laughs> been more nervous for other people in my life. And I'm sure, like, they were like, whatever. But, like. That's so sick. Was there a ceremony before it? Like how they yeah, do opening day with yeah. the lineups? They, they did lineups. Um, they did like a bunch of like, you know, I think there were like bagpipes and nice things and just like, you know, NYPD yeah. Yeah, 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 ceremony yeah. things. Um, it was, National it was, anthem? Uh, yes, yes. Who uh, sang that? Somebody from the FDNY. Taylor Swift? I wish. No. <laughs> no, somebody from FDNY, which makes a lot more sense. Um, but no, it was it was very well done all around. Um, it was a very, like I, it was, it was great. I, I know why David Wright made the trip for it. It was very twice. Day. Yeah. So David Wright Seriously. was in town the week before. And, and obviously you can't do much about the Doppler, but the Wednesday night, the night before the original event, mm -hmm. he did the whole round of being on the radio with Howie. Yeah. Then he sat in the booth with Gary, Keith and Ron. And then I guess when the rain out had actually, you know what? He also did go on Thursday because I guess they did have some things planned with the Mets where they made promises, I guess, to certain people for meet and greets. Oh. So he still did go on Thursday, even though there was no game oh, wow. that night, did his, you know, did the thing with the photos and meet the families and yeah. stuff. And then I guess he went home and came right back. Wow. So God shout bless. out to David Wright. Uh, we will get to that whole night and Julia's experience because I'm hearing everything secondhand here. <laughs> uh, I was not there. Shout out to the Mets for putting that whirlwind. together. Yeah, well, you know, we'll get to that in a second. Right. So, uh, you know, last week or last episode, we talked about how maybe this might be the end of orange and blue thing. Do you see how many tweets we got? I know I, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't expecting. That. I got some DMs <laughs> like you guys absolutely have to keep doing the show. I, I love it. It's the only one I listen to. I'll be completely honest. Shout out to everyone else that we're friends with that yeah. has Mets podcasts. I don't listen to any. Me either. Like I, I, I'm not, I, I will say I, within there's so like many the last, of them. I know within the last month, I've started getting into podcasts, but like I like listening to podcasts of like, you know, rewatch podcasts of shows that I'm currently rewatching. Yeah. Where and honestly, maybe if I was more into with the Mets this season, I'd want to listen to a Mets podcast, but I'm kind of just like, eh, yeah, it's me tough. doing I, one is enough. You know, I do listen to some recap stuff with dirt bike racing on the weekends, but yeah. uh 
on YouTube, I don't know if you could do this on podcasts as well. I don't know about for ours, you know, Apple and, and uh, Spotify and all that to listen to it in like a faster speed. Oh, yeah. So, like I I'll watch like a YouTube that. video a little bit. You kind of get used to it. I don't I'll, know. It trips I'll, me up. Not, to t not times two, but yeah. like one and a half. Yeah. And like it kind of speeds it up. You're not sitting there for an hour. You kind of bang it out in 45 minutes. Right. If it's an hour episode, you know, speeds it up a little bit. God, so I wonder what my voice sounds like at one and a half. Shout out to all the people terrible. in the comments watching live uh orange and blue thing is back at least for this week and honestly <laughs> I, I said i was like even i said season 12 it was like fuck that, fuck that. we're only on seven I know. and seven years is a long run i, I feel know. for for, for a, a podcast. podcast for sure uh you know and obviously we have great partners with corona and tick pick and yeah. whoever else we happen to work with over the years but like i'm like listen if the mets are going to keep playing like this that's the thing i think we need a more reinvigorating season for us ourselves well, it's to feel reinvigorated listen this is not a pity party no we, like lizzie and i have it have it really nicely over here yeah and i texted her yesterday we have not had a summer like this maybe ever as yeah. far as like sales are concerned and it's like it's serious yeah we probably did better sales wise during covid yeah. than we're doing now yeah because then people were homing they had what they call it retail therapy people were shopping right now it's the kind of thing where if there's nothing to look forward to as far as like season's concerned and people like yourself are so fed up like yeah. fuck the mets whatever they're not gonna buy stuff of course not but at least when the mets sucked and they were supposed to suck yeah people who were diehards like us would be like you know what they still they do suck. They right. were supposed to suck. We got John Neese as the opening day starter. Exactly. No offense to John Neese, kind of <laughs> took a stray there. Hope you're doing but well. um, they would still shop for yeah. things, you know. And, and it was also just, just like, fed up, and then we get the trickle down with that, you right. know. Especially with the seven line, like the best thing about them being bad was just like knowing, okay, they're gonna suck, but like we got a group of people who are, we're gonna go to the games and we're gonna drink, we're gonna have fun, and it's just gonna be like a fun activity, even yeah. though the yeah. baseball sucks. Right. But it is so different when you're going in, like okay, they're supposed to be good. Like, it's not just about friends now. It's about, like, the fucking baseball. Right, right. Well, you know what it is, too, because the, you made those friends yeah. early on, and then you don't have to only see them at the games now. Go I, do something else. I, I think about this all the time. I will never forget the last day of the season. Did you meet Kara? Not to cut you off. You met all them because of baseball? All because of baseball. Right. Yep. So, like, you go on a trip Katie. with... Right. Katie, I go on trips. Field. Go to Iceland. Go yep. to California. I met visit at Cara. a seven-line tailgate. Gave has, me a place to live. I lived in her house. And it has nothing to do with the game anymore. No. It, I remember the last game of the season in 2013. I remember we were all at McFadden's and just me, Michelle, well, Rach wasn't crying, but she was there. I brought her into the group. But I was we just sobbing. Because we're like, oh, my God, we're not going to see each other until next year. This is so sad. And literally a week later, we're like, hey, do you want to just, like, hang out? <laughs> like, we it could, was like the last day of school it, where you guys didn't have like. cars. I know. Well, to be fair, I was young. I was 18. I was at St. John's. Well, I you didn't couldn't really... have been at McFadden's then. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there for the food. Right, of course. I don't... <laughs> Put an X on my hand. I'm straight edge. I just, I'm here for the fries. Listen, I'll say it. My, my fake ID fucking rocked. It was my friend's <laughs> sister-in-law who just so happens to look just like me. I'll show you side by side later. What, did you have McNe McLovin on there? Or? No, it was a completely valid ID. She just married her brother-in-law, so she didn't need her maiden name anymore. But she looked like me. It said I was 26 when I was 18. And I, I passed. Listen, No one I, ever questioned it. It scanned. It was a legit ID. It was sick. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but you know my buddy Keith. He's the shorter guy that I ride BMX with. He's at my house yeah, for like yeah, Fourth yeah. of July and stuff. Uh, it's it's and I, no offense, Keith. It's just easy to describe you as like the shorter guy. <laughs> but so uh, he's one year older than me. I know all of his information because uh -huh. we all used his idea to get into bars. Uh, I'm six foot two. Keith's like five six. It worked. Very Italian looking, and yeah, it worked. 
So My I was like, God. I'm Keith Matthew Terra. <laughs> he doesn't live there anymore, but I know his address. I was going to say, you really well, I can say it now. Five Po Drive. <laughs> Five Po Drive, Medford, New York, 10779, Keith, Te- Keith Matthew Terra. Like, I knew everything. Like, I don't so, sure. And then we would hand it off and give it to other people. There was like six Keith Terras in the bar at each time. <laughs> We'd walk in. Someone else would go smoke. You could smoke in the bars yeah, back yeah. then, but they'd go outside, have a cigarette, whatever, pass it to somebody else. Be like to the bouncer. Oh, I just walked out. So he doesn't ask your so idea again. Sick. And then Shu would use it. And yeah. Luke would like it was crazy. It was it was fun. Or maybe I just had a really running around New York City, 18 a years bouncer old. Bouncer who was really bad at his job. Didn't nobody cared. <laughs> yeah, nobody cared. All right. Anyway, so let us know where you watch from in the comments. Shout out to all you guys tuning in each week. Uh, we are back, at least for right now. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Kelly talked me off the ledge. She's like, next year you're gonna feel it again. You're gonna be excited. Spring training rolls around. Yeah. I'm gonna go down to Florida again. We will get to the uh, schedule in a little bit. The Seven Line Army schedule did come out for 2024. This is probably breaking news to Julia because she doesn't <laughs> no, really. No, I did know okay. because of the group text. <laughs> because of the group text. I wanted to make sure that before I posted anything on the internet, there was no like pop-up weddings I yeah. forgot about like Katie's yeah. a couple years ago. <laughs> when I kept trying so to, bad. I tried to plan like four different things. On, on... her wedding day. <laughs> and like every time you're told you can't, that's Katie's wedding day. And every time you're like, I didn't know. Well, the best was when we were on the show. That one day, and I said the date, and you're like, you're kidding, right? I thought you were. I literally thought you were fucking with me. I was like, uh, funny. You're like, what? It was like July 20th or something. I don't know what the date was. Uh, but... 16th. All right. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Tick Pick. We we're doing this a little bit earlier because I was texting and well emailing with Kyle yesterday. Love Kyle about the rest of the season. I'm like, hey, what do you want us to be pushing on? Because clearly we just love Tick Pick in general. Yeah. I looked up the other day to see what the if you wanted to go to like every Mets game for the rest of the season, what that would cost. Uh-huh. And it was like 140 bucks or something like that. How many games? A lot. Like the whole month of September. And there's a lot of giveaways too. So like if you wanted to do that and like your get in price was like for some games, it was four. Sometimes Take the it train. Was five. Don't Take park. the train. <laughs> save 40 bucks. And then, um, you know, there's some, there's a Buck Showalter windbreaker giveaway in one day. Ooh. There's a fireworks night. The Kodai Senga ghost fork uh, baseball is this weekend. Plus Otani will be in town. So a big series this oh, weekend. Yeah. He's not pitching, I don't think, but at least we'll see him at the plate. Probably hit us a home run on Friday. Um, Oh, my God. That'll be sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I keep that one. Oh, 100%. A lot of times I'm like, you know what? No, that one doesn't go to a kid. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, kid. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So there's a lot going on. But anyway, I was like, hey, what do you want us to promote? Because clearly it's really tough to be like. Go to the Mets game. You want like, let's do a giveaway (laughs) for like two free Mets tickets. Yeah. Not saying that's not a great gesture. Right. But how many people are going to get involved in that giveaway? Yeah, you know, it's not enticing at this point. So I think I told him I, I didn't write back yet. I'm kind of just making him do it now. Okay. So like, why don't you just do a tick pick credit? Yeah. Use buy whatever you want. Yeah. Go to some other concert. Go to go to a Jets game. Do sure. something. So we're working on that. Hopefully we have the details set up by next week. But if you don't know about tick pick, this must be your first time watching our program because Truly. we talk about it each week. We talked about it before they were even a partner yeah. of ours. I I was doing work for tick pick long before they were doing work for me. Wow. <laughs> Look at this. You know why? The Otani effect. The highest price ticket we've had so far since we've been talking about this. What, what do you it? think the price is for this Friday night? I can't see, but I see it's double digits. Yes, it is double which digits. Which is crazy. It's Well, it's two things. Otani's in town. Uh-huh. Kodai Senga's pitching. And it is also Kodai Senga glow-in-the-dark ghost okay. fork baseball. I haven't seen that yet. I don't yeah. know what it looks like. That's an event. What do you think? What's the get-in price? $20. $17. All right. That was close. Not bad. So 17 bucks. You go to TickPick.com. It shows you the whole map. Uh, of the ballpark you could scroll around and see which tickets might work for you uh our section is available 
Hopefully they're not in the lower rows because that would be an absolute no-no. We'd have mm. to find those people and tell them to not put their tickets on this website. Yeah, this, we love... I think this is the first time we've seen our tickets. on. Well, TV. no, you know what? It is the back rows. Ah. The ba if the back rows don't sell out with our, our uh, package deal. Got it. They go up on the game by game basis. And then if those don't sell, then the Mets are like, all right, well, we're not going to eat these tickets. Right. They'll put them up for face value. Right. And then other people might will try to flip them. So I let's just for arguments, they click this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, row 18. That is yeah, not a fine. season ticket member. All oh right. I got $111. Good luck. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> the Sevlon Army effect. So you, you can get in, you can get in for 17 somewhere else, or you could buy this person's or ticket you for 111. In row 18. That is insane. That's nuts. So yeah, go to Tick Pick for all your ticket needs for anything you're looking for. Mets, Jets, Rangers, Knicks, whatever, anything you got going on. Comedy shows. Supercross, uh, Taylor Swift, yeah. whatever you're looking for. I am very excited. I was nervous because, so I, my favorite band, my favorite artist is Taylor Swift, living artist. Before Taylor we move Swift. on. Okay. Make sure you use the promo code oh, yes. OABT, $10 off any order over a hundred, over $99 in the app for first time users. If you're not a first time user, find someone in your group that is and have them use the code. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, my favorite band of all time is Queen. And I've seen you them. You got canceled for Fat Bottom Girls? Enough. I'm, I'm not even entertaining. That I swear to God, you can't play Fat Bottom Girls anymore. It's like off the radar. You're not allowed to nope, play it anymore. Nope, I don't accept I'm that. I'm going to look it up while you talk. Go anyway, ahead. I don't accept that. Anyway, uh, uh, Fat Bottom Girls are in. Like, it's in to have a fat ass. Whatever. Anyway. I don't know. I heard it yesterday. Canceled. That's, that cannot be real. So um, I've seen them three times already. Obviously, it's not the same without Freddie Mercury, but Adam Lambert. If you haven't seen it, with Adam Lambert, he really, really does a fantastic job. Um, but they're going to be in New York in October, like mid-October. I was like, at the start of the season, when I saw that, I was like, oh, fuck, I can't buy those tickets yet. The Mets might be in the playoffs. Hey, you know what? They still might Guess be. Guess seeing Queen, They baby. still might no, be. No, shut your mouth. I'm going to see Queen. No, it's 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 down here. It's Oh, does, is it not here? No, nope. it's not. It's in the, which it's, is a sign, Darren. It's in the paragraph that I put up. I said, Believe it or not, what's fucking crazy, the Mets are six games out right now. I know. And they're playing the Marlins six times, playing the Phillies six times. They're playing teams that are ahead of them. You know what? And you know what? This is this is my own. DJ Stewart is going to bring us to the promise It's my land. own fucking karma because I remember at the beginning of the season, I said when they were having a slow start, I was like, you know what? Last year, they started so hot and they fizzled out by like August. If they want to suck until August and then get real good and like make the playoffs, I'm fine with that. And I might have to eat my words now because I made peace. <laughs> I made peace with what this season was. And I, I feel like I'm going to be like such a fraud if I show up at playoff games now, but I will. Oh, well, yeah, because you've been to one game I this know, whole year. I know. But I, I, I'm also going to say this. Like, I really don't even know just what my schedule has been like this year. If it would have made a difference if they were good, how many, maybe like a handful of more games I would have forced myself to get to if it was like a big game. But I, I don't think, I think it was mostly my schedule, not watching them on TV. Like, Again, kind of because uh -huh. of work, I like would start every game late. But I think my decision to just not even tune in—that's fine. You probably—they're usually losing. You're by the probably time I get much home. healthier as a person. As I a, as am. I'm thriving. So <laughs> someone I don't really want to give credit to this Twitter account because I don't really know who they are, but they okay. say they regret to inform us that no, 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 no. They this, no that they canceled Queen. No, but you can't. This is, person is not. I'm, it's not. Is it is a no. clickbait controversy? It's so, bullshit. All right, so it, maybe we're not entertaining wrong. that. That's bullshit. That, no, right, is, right, right. that is a shit starter who's trying to like. This is crazy. I'm this. not going to uh, play the video, but something else. Ooh, oh, forget it. All right, uh, <laughs> you can't search fat bottom girls on the internet. No, it's almost like podcast. when I when I googled chastity belt. <laughs> When Pete was humping everything in sight, and I was like, "Well, maybe we really shouldn't be googling googling this right now on the show." And a 
live Google search is always a, oh, there she is. Well, actually, it's a Twitter. Twitter is Google. Yeah. Or X. X no, is Google. it's Twitter. Fuck yeah. X. It's Twitter. <laughs> All right. So speaking of, I don't know, whatever, hating things. Sure. Pete Alonzo gets a lot of hate from not Mets fans. No. I really not. I don't really know any Mets fans who don't like Pete no. Alonzo. I know some Mets fans think, oh, he's corny. But like, if corny is the worst thing he is, I'll take that. There are so many worse attributes you could have as a professional athlete than corny. I will take. I don't think. I think corny. it's more so because of like uh, how much uh, stock he puts into like the home run derby. Yeah, and like and that, he likes to talk the, trash. The clips like, of him the, the like most gentle trash, focusing and doing deadlifts yeah. and sitting there. I get it. Like he he wants to win, and who wouldn't? It's a million dollars plus. Like you're on a gigantic stage you're trying to help grow your team's he's popularity. Donating some of that of course, to charity. So his it's, first year yeah. when he won it before he even got the it's bag like 10% from the Mets, of it or right? Something. To uh, Wounded Warriors. Yeah. Uh, tunnel, tunnel, tunnels of Towers. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so Pete Alonso gets a lot of hate. And I feel like anytime Pete does anything, granted, the other night was a big brain <laughs> fart. That was the fucking funniest <laughs> thing I have ever seen in my life. Like just just watching it and like the, the clip that I saw was like the caption was an all cap of like, no way Pete Alonso just threw away this guy's first big league hit. And just the way in which he tosses it into the crowd. <laughs> Like yeah. hearing the announcers like, oh, first hit. Oh, my God. It was so funny. He I'm, obviously didn't do it on purpose, but that's what makes it so much funnier. I'm sure you've seen it by now. But so Wynn got his first ever hit <laughs> in St. Louis. Pete gets the ball and then tosses it <laughs> over the fence, like over the netting into the crowd. Which is like, I, 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 I do know there was a reason for it. Apparently, the ball was hit like directly into the dirt, which means the pitcher wouldn't want it back anyway, even if it wasn't a big hit. But look, they but got like, the ball back. Of course so they like, did. All, all's in, what is what is it? All's well that ends well. But right. my, my whole thing is I can't recall. Like, it's not like a common thing for when a ball that was hit into play right and it's not the last out gets like thrown into the stands obviously time was called it's not that but i just like i feel like you don't see that often as is so the fact that it was someone's first big league hit and he chooses to launch it into the stands is so funny and to you know me. what he he i guess he said he was getting it from the from the opposing team's players like yeah he said ex-teammate so it has to be like steven matz um, uh, i don't even really know who else is on the the, the he cardinals said right an ex-teammate he's yeah because if, if you look at the replays later he looked into the cardinals look uh -huh. and he's like i'm sorry like i like yeah, but he said I heard it from some ex teammates, which uh, would only really be Steven yeah, Matz, yeah. I think. So, I guess the next day he gave him a bottle of tequila. Yeah, and, and a signed bat. bat. And I was thinking, like, it depends on what he inscribed on it. But yeah. like, here's a gift of me signing something for you when I'm the one who fucked up. I think that maybe he wrote on on there like I'm sorry or something yeah, 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 and yeah. gave him the bat. I'm sure it wasn't just like my signature on a bat. Here you go. I'm sure it said yeah. something. It was just like instead of a handwritten note, let me give you something that's like valuable right, so, that you could keep. The biggest loser in this whole scenario is Pete Alonso because right. of the instance that happened. Everyone's like, oh, what a brain fart, whatever. The biggest winner here is this guy's first ever hit is becoming such a big deal. I know. Everyone knows that people about are talking it. about it, yeah. you know? So, and, and in his, on his side, it's like, all right, I got my first ever hit. I got the ball back. Right. I got a bat from Pete Alonso says, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, I got a bottle of tequila and everyone's talking about me. Exactly. So, like, what's wrong win. with it? Yeah. And literally, isn't that his last name? Win. Yeah. I think W I N N. Yeah, yeah. But um, I it's just so yes. This is one of those things where like you see this happen to celebrities a lot when like a celebrity or someone or I I feel like this happens to you sometimes when like somebody does something that like you know oh that was kind of like a brain fire like I shouldn't have done that whatever but like because people hate them already they'll use it as like oh they, look at this asshole throwing away right, right, right. he clearly does like he's clearly a, not a dick. It's like 
anyone, especially Pete Alonso, is knowingly going to throw someone's first big league hit <laughs> into the stands, like recklessly on camera for everyone. To, no one's I doing that. I think it's like that kind of get you off your game also. Like you're on this gigantic stage. If you're yeah. Pete Alonso sitting, standing on first base. Oh, yeah. The, and then you're thinking about this the rest. He had a home run the next day. So yeah. clearly, I guess he's just, you know, he's on right now. Yeah. He's, you know. He's doing his job and right. you know these guys certainly haven't given up like these they're still going out there and trying to win and baseball God games but them. to have that big of a brain fart stand in front of your locker after the game yeah. and basically say like i fucked up yeah and then the next day be like all right back to business yeah yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that mentality you have to have but pete's pete's the man i mean the amount of charity pete does him okay. and his wife do great great work uh even like the polar remember the polar burger that was at city yes. field that a portion of that went to some kind of proceeds yeah. but, no pete's great yeah pete's great and I, I i i tweeted this but it's like i i feel like if you were looking at him from a certain perspective i always try to say like okay well if pete alonzo wasn't on my team would i find his stuff cute or annoying and i i really don't think i'd find it annoying but like i could see like you know if pete alonzo destroyed my baseball team and right. i just he is a good person but i want a reason to hate him like you could like kind of dive into that but like oh, he gets the boot like i know i know i i tweeted this but i'm like he all reminds me of like a character that you see on like a tv show who like he's just like the he's not a main character he's not in the main cast he's just like this innocent throw-in character for comedic effect who like will do something completely innocent within his own day and like that little action ends up like fucking up the rest of the day for like the main character or whatever so that person sees him as like the villain that's what pete alonzo is to everyone who's not a mets fan this yeah, is yeah, like yeah. he's just trying to fucking like hit baseballs and i mean for us he is good the man. vibes so it's like, he just is hated it's yeah. so funny well it's crazy because like i'm reading this stuff on the internet now it's like there's not room for both pete and lindor on this team it's like well why not why you know, i don't know but like well, i'm sorry i'm sorry why i don't know this is what i'm saying <laughs> this people have nothing to talk about like last week salicata who actually i really do like the midday show now i don't think you really listen to sports talk radio that much but i leave the fan on like pretty much all day and i've been whining about this a little bit and i I, people probably tired of me talking about it because Uh i'm i'm not a not a tiki fan i'm not a giant fan of the the afternoon show these days evan i think's great tiki is what it who he is i think that maybe my uh attraction to sports talk radio is that the majority of the people who are talking about it are fans uh-huh. so it's easier to like relate to someone yeah, who's yeah, talking yeah. passionately about a team like boomer siason granted he's had a great career as an athlete right. but when he talks i don't feel like he's talking as much like an athlete i feel like he does talk about like yeah. like he's a fan he's a season ticket holder at the the rangers he he's he's a mets fan i don't think he goes to that many games but right. um i think it's easier to hear boomer talk about sports than tiki tiki yeah. sometimes sounds like he's never been to an event yeah. as a sport as an uh, a fan ever and i i think i and i completely agree but i bring this and up I, because of pete getting yeah, yeah. hit on from i was gonna say i get Sal. it it's like i i don't know how you and that's also why i feel like we're so blessed with ron darling and keith hernandez because even though like you hear them talking they very clearly are ex-players like they they'll make it known and everything they say. But at the same time, like you feel the fandom, mm-hmm. like you feel like they're rooting for the Mets, but like right, in a, right, right. still very objective yeah. in sort of analysis. Um, but I completely get what you mean. Some people can't do that. Some people right. can't turn off the like athlete part of the brain and make this like a consumable product for someone who's never put on a uniform. Yeah. They were talking about the Mets and Yankees last week or a couple of days ago. And, and Tiki said something like, well, the, do you have hate for the Yankees or whatever? I think he was talking to Evan. He's like, mm-hmm. I don't know what his answer was, but then, Tiki said something even so stupid or I, I guess it's a brain fart like Pete Alonso would have. Yeah. He said something like, well, the Mets and the Yankees aren't in the same conference. I'm like, well, it's, it's a vision. It's the it's the league. Yeah. ALN. It's like it just doesn't sound organic. So yeah, yeah. 
hope to meet Tiki one day. I'm sure he's a very nice guy. Like, I don't really want to like call for his job, but the afternoon show is what it is. So anyway, I feel like the midday show now, yeah. a lot of people are saying they hate T uh, they hate uh, Sal in the comments here. <laughs> I understand. He's not popular. Sal, but I think that's his, his that's shit. his, his objective yeah. is to get people to talk about just he's like i'm saying villain. like when is excited people are talking about him yeah sal whether it's good or bad people are still well, gonna that's talk sports about sports talk radio baby. right people so are talking about you you're doing your job i do right. like the midday show now sal and i did have some issues over the uh yes. rat raccoon shit but again it's <laughs> i understand the scope i mean i yeah. i don't take things very serious yeah when people talk shit about me on the internet i don't really care it's, it's all uh you know i understand that's that's the business you yeah. know so we made up whatever I like the midday show, but last week Sal had some take that like Peter Lons was the problem. Oh my God. I, I forgot. Yes. I forgot that he said he was like, the Mets clubhouse is toxic and right. Peter Lons was the reason why. Shut up, girl. Are you kidding <laughs> me with this fucking like middle school rumor starting shit? Like, what, what's your source? I'm sorry, but if you're going to start throwing you out have to have some, accusations, right, you like have to that, have some facts. Like, you have to like at least have some sort of, I know you can't name your source in most instances, but like, you can't just fucking sh throw shit at the wall and see what sticks in New York. Because now everyone's talking about it. You get like the brain dead people who they only get their news from fucking headlines they see on Twitter. And that's that's what people are like, oh, now Pete Alonzo's the problem. I what from from who to who for what? What right. do you mean? Is right. part of that. They're not getting rid of Lindor, nor should they. I mean, Lindor's the guy, he's been here. The Mets have a toxic clubhouse. And Pete Alonzo is part of that. They're not getting rid of Lindor, nor should they. I mean, Lindor's the guy. He's been here for you know a few years. He's learned from the failures of year one, and he's got the huge contract. He's not going anywhere. We know the talent on this team. We know the talent that they had. Why did they fail so miserably? It's because you have a bunch of selfish individuals not playing as a team. And unfortunately, Alonzo is part of that. He's part of this core. So, yes, he produces. Yes, he hits a ton of home runs. Big part of it. Homegrown, all that stuff. But ultimately, the Mets are going to have to make a decision here. Because if they want to get to where they want to be, the core of this team, the culture, it needs to change. The Mets so that maybe that's where I got it from. He's basically saying there's no room for both these guys on the team. Before you jump in. Okay. I, well, you know what? They have a much larger show than we do, so they're on the air right now. Of so, I, I, Sal, I feel like I'm friendly enough with him now that he would come on to defend himself here. Yeah. But you can't really just throw shit out like no. that without any kind of basis behind it or a fact. It's because also like, what what about Pete Alonso is a selfish player? I don't know. All He's going I've out there trying to win every day. him be is a team player hyping up his teammates. When him and Dom Smith were competing for each other's jobs, they were their own biggest cheerleaders. Right, right, what right. the fuck are you talking about? Just because he's good, just because he has personal success, he's been to all-star games, he goes to the home run derby every year, like, because he has personal goals that he is also achieving, but those personal goals help the team be better. So what what do you mean? I don't know. He, when, he was, when he kept bringing up the core, I guess he, when you think of core, you think of the everyday regular players, right. Nimmo, Alonzo, Lindor. Lindor, and then they obviously got rid of Scherzer, Verlander, whatever. Right. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know where where his basis is. But we did see something that came up yesterday. I did screenshot it, so I'm going to play this because right. I did. I did. I title this show. Yeah, Pete Alonzo fought Jacob Degrom? Question mark. Did this happen? I know this is another thing that like you know. I only heard Francesa about this like an hour ago. The wall. So I didn't have a chance to like really check in on anyone. My sources, but. <laughs> Uh, Francesa has a podcast and I've never listened to it, but, oh, look at this. You know, what's funny when I leave my phone out and it's charging, look how many selfies I get in the, like of Amelia. 
So what is that? Five, ten. She took 20. Like she holds it down and goes and it takes like 20 pictures. So that was this morning. I guess my phone was charging. So uh, Francesa has a podcast. This is what he had to say about Pete and the Grom last year and where the basis of this came from. And he just throws it out there and then never mentions it again, which is just. Uh, okay. Peak sports talk radio. Mike Francis podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send your emails. We get as many as we can. As for the Mets, hey, who cares if they have a winning streak or losing streak? We know the die has been cast with the Mets this year. How many home runs Alonzo has is interesting. The fact that Alonzo has been somewhat scapegoated here. Are there issues? Yes. Has Alonzo been in the middle of it? Yes. Did he have a fight with the Grom last year? Yes. Were there other problems on the team last year and this year? Yes. You didn't hear about him last year when they won 101 games. This year you're hearing about him all the time. What was the dramatic pause? <laughs> if Alonzo goes, he better go for a hefty, hefty oh ransom. If he doesn't, keep him. 40 home run hitters don't don't come around very often. He sounds drunk, too. I was just going to say, like, he sounds like like a grandparent who's, like, recently had a stroke or something. But last year, <laughs> that's not he's saying enjoyable. this happened last year. If my memory serves me correct, Mike Francesa wasn't even working last year. I, I so, don't track of him. you know, I don't know if he's ever had access to the clubhouse or what, what kind of sor- sources he has. <laughs> but this cannot if this actually happened i literally did a quick google search of just like pete alonzo jacob Degrom together nothing really was coming up other than like highlights when both their names were mentioned then i did pete alonzo jacob Degrom fight and like nothing all it said was like last year like right before the playoffs start that Degrom is pitching in pp like this is exactly what you want jacob Degrom. yeah like, what like I, what are you talking about what are you talking about like i people were saying like oh well maybe you know he kept degrom meaning he degrom kept like mentioning how he was opting out at the end of the year maybe he didn't like that I'm like who fucking cares and like if if he didn't we don't know about it that's right. not something that we knew so like well we don't know like honestly like people think that we know sometimes there are a few people that i could text here and there for for yeah. information it's based more so like game wise like i'll tell yeah, you like this, this is, is like going to be rained out this relationships. like right this is not something that i feel like Sal Licata or Mike Francesa have like direct right. access to maybe it's hearsay but sometimes when there's smoke there's fire yeah. so if like Francesa is saying this Sal Licata is saying this but what the Mets supposedly had Pialonzo on the trade block this year yeah which came out I don't know I don't know I we're not in the clubhouse. We have no idea. I don't buy it. I don't either. It's but... not like you see Pete sitting by himself in the clubhouse. It's not like you ever hear anybody saying anything other than like, we love Pete. Right, right. I don't, I don't know. But whatever. Again. Sources. I, I at the end of everything I ever say on this podcast, I relent to the fact that I don't fucking know shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my opinion. Are you kidding me? Versus the, everyone else. The night of the Subway series, we had the show <laughs> and you didn't even know that the Subway series was that night. Like, well, tonight it's the Subway Series I, at Yankee Stadium. Like, it is. I also didn't know that the, the day of the NYPD FDMI, the, the day it actually ended up being, that the Mets were playing that day. I thought it was just another off day. <laughs> You're not, well, yeah, because they were I, on the road, Julia. That's I how know. it works. I know. I was messaged, I'm friendly with Tim Healy, and I was like, oh, are you going to be at the stadium for like or the game tonight? You're taking the night off. He's like, I'm in St. Louis with the Mets. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know they were playing. Oh, my God. All right. So, anyway, they are playing this Friday, and we will be at the K Corner. Last Tuesday was so much fun. I was blown away because I thought that the prices were half price uh-huh. for the Coronas there. 
full price Corona for this 16 ounce, like tall boy Corona at the K corner on a regular day yeah. is 14 25. Huh. When we were there last Tuesday, they were $4. Oh my God. So we worked out a deal with the, with Corona, the K corner and the Mets that when we are in town before our game last Tuesday and this Friday, if you're wearing anything that says T7L on it, whether it's the Jersey, a hat, an old shirt from back in the day, yeah. anything you have that says T7L, you show the bartender you're getting buy one, get two and a half Coronas for free. Basically. That's crazy. Crazy deal. So is that got, like every no, no, no. seven line game? Nope. Just special days, special times. Okay. So go to the website, go to the subline.com, click the blog post. And there is a blog that explains the whole detail. The reason behind this is weekday tailgates. We never did those back in the day. Yeah. We were always at McFadden's or McKellar. Yep. And then we'd go into the game because people come from work. They get there late. They get there just in time for first pitch. Right. They have dogs to walk. They got things to do. So we were like, why are we going to tailgate when yeah. there's not going to be like a big atmosphere of a yeah. tailgate? It almost kind of dilutes the tailgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was at a race a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting up there on, on a Friday, only three days before the, uh, the game last Tuesday. And I'm like, maybe I could just reach out to the Mets and see if, you know, since they have a great partnership with Corona and so do we, why don't we work together on something here and go back to the K corner? Because yeah. like, no offense to the K corner. I haven't been there yet because it's ballpark pricing bless them to get those prices good right. for them but if we could tailgate we'd rather tailgate uh so since the weekday tailgates are a little rough i'm like well why don't we just try to do something there if they could give us a discount yeah and then i think they threw out four bucks i didn't even say a price four bucks is sick that's great that's sick. that's cheaper than what the hell can you get for four bucks you can't even go to a dive bar and get a four no. uh, a four dollar tall boy corona and you're getting it in the ballpark that's crazy just by being a, a fan of the seven line so this Friday is our next one, and it's going to be our last one of the year because the next two games after that are both weekends. So we, we will be back in the parking lot tailgating Yay. for the 16th of September and then the last game of the regular season before the playoffs on October 1st because the Mets are going to make a run. They're never losing again. <laughs> yeah. So here's the deal. They ran out of Coronas. We drank so many Coronas last Tuesday. That's sick. Because they didn't know what to expect, <laughs> and I didn't either. I took a picture. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot of people here. Um, That's a $4 beer. People well, will show up. The, the good, best part about it is that last Tuesday was the Diaz bobblehead night. Oh, yeah. And you could go into the, this is another reason why people aren't going to go, if they really want the bobble, uh -huh. you're not going to, oh, yeah, you go in and out of the K corner. That's a good spot for a pre-game yeah. tailgate. So tailgate. you go into any entrance you want, get your giveaway, mm -hmm. walk down the steps next to Shake Shack, down to the Mc, yeah. McFadden's, to the <laughs> yeah. K corner entrance, and then your ticket has a barcode in and out. So then you can come in and That's hang out and cool. then go back into the game. See, I like that because I, I mean, even when my life wasn't so chaotic, I was never one to stay at tailgates very long. I like going into the ballpark early. Yeah, I, you're usually going early. Yeah, I like to eat before the game starts. I don't like leaving my seat when the game is on. Like I'm Same. there. I want to watch the game. I don't want to wait online for food. I don't want to I don't want to go to the bathroom. So I'll go to the bathroom before the game. I get my food. I sit, whatever. So I usually go in, but if I could do that, cause then I'm, I'm like, I go in to like beat the lines and I'm like, okay, it's 6 PM. Right. I've eaten. I've went to the bathroom. I'm just sitting here for an hour. If I could do that and then go back, that might be game changing for me. I'm really bad at math. I'm so, uh, three Corona's in the ballpark would be what did i say 14.25 something 14 something would be 42 dollars and 75 cents three coronas during our pregame is 12 bucks so come on down on friday i told Nuts. them like be ready yeah. the friday crowd obviously they you know. don't need to drink inside the ballpark after this friday yeah friday uh obviously is usually a, a more boisterous crowd anyway right a lot of people have off on saturdays shout out to you if you have to work uh saturday but 
a lot of people don't. Julia does. <laughs> so uh, here's the deal. Head out, head on over to the K Corner. Thanks to Corona and the Mets for working together on this with us. Uh, this was from last time. Corona? Yeah. This is last time. People hanging out, enjoying their Coronas. And then we went in and watched the Mets lose. But uh, <laughs> so if you don't know, the K Corner name came from the, back in the day when uh, uh, Dwight Gooden would hold down a certain, well, he didn't hold it down, but some fans held down a certain area of Shea Stadium and they'd hold up the K's for Dr. K. And then they also made like a hanky out of it. It was really cool back in the day. It was like a rally towel with a K on. I think Daily News made those. But you scroll down and it says right here, when? Friday, August 25th, which is this Friday, for three hours before the scheduled first pitch. So that is 4.10, right? 4.10. This Friday is when the deal is going to start. And you get the discount by simply showing the Seven Line logo to any of the bartenders in there. And that's how you get the discounted price. This is not going to be available after first pitch. It's not going to be available during the game. It's not going to be available after the game. It's only available before the game for three hours. So head on down, show the logo on your shirt, and get involved in the discount. Shout out to Corona on that. I also have to let you guys know about the – can you show the fans the uh, the backpack right there? So sick. Um, we have a few things to give away, and if you have not – joined the uh sweepstakes yet i don't know what you're waiting for we talk about it every week Spacious. that backpack's freaking awesome i think there's a t-shirt in there too oh cool. there's a t-shirt in there there's a headband in there i didn't even know Look so at that. we're gonna be giving this away soon probably next week on the show but the if you want to get in on the uh giveaway simply go to the seven line.com not, not the seven line.com any of the seven line social media channels Hit the link in the bio, which brings you to a link tree. You'll see a button that says the Francisco Collection with Corona and the Mets. And you simply enter the sweepstakes there. It is all limited edition merch uh, put together from Corona and NYC-based artists send to. And you enter the sweepstakes simply by clicking that link and put your name, your email address, and your phone number in. And hopefully you end up being the winner. So thanks to Corona for that. Always remember to relax responsibly when you are drinking. And don't forget to... Uh, hit the pregame on Friday. And guess what, Julia? What? Another show, another day. I forgot to put the little baseball card around <laughs> us. And we are 38 minutes in, and I just reminded myself to put the little border in I there. mean, it makes you feel any better. I am staring right at the screen, and I never realized. Yeah, it's so right. it's both of our Maybe problems. it was on there, and I hit a button, and something happened. Who knows? So we did talk about this in the beginning of the show. Mm. I want to give you the floor <laughs> to talk about last Thursday with David Wright, because... This isn't the first time you've met David. No. Everyone knows you're a gigantic David Wright fan, even though you knocked over his little uh, fun coat. It was one time. On the floor. I was unable to make it, but I understand the pandemonium because when Steve uh, Cohen sat with us uh, in Miami for opening day, it was absolute madness. Yeah. And I think that people kind of respect, well, they didn't because it was a mess, <laughs> but they understood why maybe he was sitting where he was sitting next right. to me because I organized the thing. And, right. and uh, you know, the Mets had contacted me about having Steve come down and, mm. and we shuffled some seats over. So it was, it was planned that Steve was going to sit there. Yeah. So people kind of maybe thought, all right, Darren organized this. That's why he's sitting there. Right. When David Wright sat next to you last Thursday, <laughs> it was because I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, not to, not to make you feel bad. No, 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 like, no, no. Please there, say this. Yeah. And the Mets had contacted me and said, you know, uh, Dave Wright's going to come down. It's like, well, I can't be there. Right. But Julia, who's gigantic fan, works with the seven line on the show. There's probably no better person to have him sit with than you. Thanks for that. And I was like, well, she'll be in the seat. He can go there. Yeah. 
Oh, there's the noise. It's been it's been like a month. It's been a while. So I think some fans didn't understand that, and you kind of you kind of took a stray bullet there. So and got some hate. I it, it really it wasn't too much hate. It was this is what happened, right? So David comes to the section. A handful of people know and are aware that David was coming to say this. I think you had sent out an email. It's in the email. Is yeah, it? but most people didn't know. People don't. Read most it. people didn't know, but uh, but some people did. So what they didn't know is exactly where he was going. And like you said, like you had given like my name and seat number as phone number, email address, call Julia, person yeah. to like whatever. So I knew he was going to be coming to my seat. I. <laughs> Had no idea what to really expect from like what he was going to be doing there. Like me and Liz Lizzie was sitting next to me and like, we're trying to figure out like, okay, well, should the he third sit inning, right? Yeah. We're like, should we let him sit on the end so we can interact with like other people and come down? We're like, does he not want to? Should we have him sit in the middle? Like, I we hope you didn't, didn't do didn't that. Know. No, 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 no. Okay. We had him in between us, but like it did not fucking matter because, you know, David Wright comes in and he comes and he says hi to me. And I think people are just immediately like, Oh, well, Julia's jumping on it. Like, let, let's all go get pictures or whatever, which, which it's fine. Like it's, that's, right. you know, I think David Wright knows when he comes to a fan section like that, he's going to take pictures. He's going to sign course. autographs. It's fine. I didn't know if it was a situation where he came and he thought he was going to like, you know, sit with us, sit and chill. watch the game, right, right. chill, like have some conversation with people around him. Or if he knew he was coming there for a full blown, like meet and greet pandemonium. I really didn't know. All I knew was, the second I was in that environment and people are leaning over me and whatever. And like, you know, every time like he and I are like, he, he turned to me, he's like, how are things? And I was just like, I, I couldn't even <laughs> say anything because like I, he comes over, he was very nice. He hugged me pillow and somebody was like, Oh, your stalkers here. And I'm like, well, this is uncomfortable Out now. Loud? Yeah. Like to him. And I was like, well, this is kind of awkward. I'm like, should I just like, not, I mean, that's different. Like, it if was, you and I, not, if I not, say that, it's yeah. a joke. It was not like, sent with. It was not sent with any malicious intent. Like it was right, clearly right, right. like a very like ingest. That's like, up, it wasn't supposed. It wasn't supposed to be. But it was just like now I feel awkward and like I feel like I shouldn't try to be the one who's taking control because people right. are gonna be like, oh, whatever. So it was fine, but I I didn't feel like I could be like, okay, everyone sit down. Like he was talking to me, and I didn't want to be like, okay, everybody sit down. So. Just I can yeah, talk to David. Yeah, you would Ray. take the bullets on that like, one. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, that yeah, people yeah. wouldn't know that like you had put me in charge of this whole thing. <laughs> that I truly and I didn't know. I'm like I yeah, don't want to yeah. say that if like he's here to come take pictures, sign whatever. Like I don't want him to think that I'm. The you know what? This kind of now I that we're talking, know. this is kind of all coming together because I did get an email the next day saying, you know, let's talk about next year because they yeah. want they're going to do it again. And they did say something. Maybe we could set up a specific meet and greet for your people Perfect. before the game. <laughs> and this is probably why. Yeah. Because I didn't really think about why they said that. And I, I, I've been thinking about this nonstop since. Did you get out of your system? I feel really bad because it was yeah. just like I I didn't feel like I had the 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 right to tell people, no, don't get your picture and autograph right, 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 right when I have gotten so many. And also, so uh, me and Lizzie were talking about this way before the game even got canceled. And we were like – you know, I was like, I really want to get the book signed by him because I never got it signed. We interviewed him for that book. And that's something I always really wanted. And Lizzie's like, I have this baseball card. I really want him to sign. But we're like, I, but we don't want to be those people like asking him to sign when he's there to like sit and watch. Did the you game. bring your own marker? Lizzie did. And yeah, I, you always I did got, too. if you want something signed, I'd like, always be prepared. Yeah. But, but, but I had it, but I, I had said outright, I'm like, I'm not going to ask for anything until everybody else has been able to get what stay? they want. He was there for like, 30 minutes. No 35. way. Like he was there a long time. He, he got there late because 
the the first inning was so long, and he sat with the NYPD's dugout the first inning, and then the second inning he was going to sit with FDNY in the dugout. Uh-huh. But the second inning went so fast, I think he wanted to spend another inning with FDNY. That's, so he came to nice. us a little late. Yeah, so he the whole schedule was off. But whatever. So I wasn't going to ask for anything because I am very self-aware and I know that I have gotten so much from David Wright in my lifetime that I'm good. I don't need anything else. And I didn't want to take it away from somebody else if that's what it came down to. So I wasn't going to ask for anything. And then the person, Juliana, lovely lady who brought him over was trying to be like, all right, David, let's like wrap it up or whatever. And Lizzie was like, Julia really wants you to sign her book. Julia, take out the book. He was like, give me the book. I'm like, okay, here's the book. And she was like, and there's also a picture. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He literally was like, give me the book. And then uh, Lizzie was like, and also give him the picture. He's like, give me the picture. I'm like, okay. So I gave him these things and he signs and we have a nice little conversation. It's fine. But then I remember Chris, my boyfriend, is with me. Oh, like yeah, boyfriend. Yeah, nice. So, when Chris was a child, David Wright signed. <laughs> Sorry, boys. His, <laughs> David Wright signed his baseball glove for him. But Chris's childhood home was destroyed, and when it was, the glove got ruined with it. So he brought his glove and was like, "Oh, maybe I'll get it signed again." So I'm like, "Okay, if I'm having him sign these things, I'm like, Chris, give me the glove." Like, this is my boyfriend, Chris. Can you sign his glove? And he's like, hi, boyfriend, Chris. It was very lovely, except yeah. there's one woman leaning over us who said something. Like, you know, don't you think you have enough? Like, is that the, you really something else? And I was just like, <laughs> it's not for me. And I didn't ask for these. So yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. please. Oh, my God. I I'm literally, glad, I just like sunk into my seat. I'm glad she didn't hear that because this is a charity event. You need to like be fighting <laughs> no, each no, other. No, no, the- I know. I literally, I didn't even respond. I didn't look her in the eye. I literally just said, I'm like, I'm going to get shanked in the parking lot. I said that out loud. And it's like, thank God all these cops are here. Yeah. But it was, it was just a whole, It was, but it was fine. It was a lovely evening. David Wright is always and has been the greatest human being I've ever known. And I, I love him dearly. And he's great. I just feel really bad that it ended up being such pandemonium. I hope he wasn't too overwhelmed by it. I hope he never, you know, doesn't want to sit with us again because there was no control. I just felt like... No, they're already talking about next year. Okay, good. But uh, I felt like in that, like when people are saying these kinds of things, I'm like, I can't be the one to say everyone sit down and leave him alone because people are going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? So it was what it was, but... So I I have two... Actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about two things right now. Okay. This might be a longer show than I thought. That's fine. Um, I have two things signed by David Wright. Mm-hmm. Did you see the T-shirt I got signed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get it signed. It was a, it was a wedding gift. Yes. So we got married at City Field. If you didn't know, if you care, whatever. So uh, we made the orange captain shirts. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year that was. Probably twenty thirteen. I don't know, but we got married in fourteen. Yeah. So uh, my ticket rep at the time, Chris Leith, had gotten the shirt I think from Lizzie and then brought it to David Wright and he signed to Darren and Kelly. Congrats on the wedding. So nice. David Wright and I got it. They got it framed. Yeah. And gave it to me as a gift. The second thing I have is his last game. Yes. Dave Maggio painted that mm-hmm. that uh it's a it's a painting of the photo of him waving to us in right. Philly. Yeah. And everyone at the tailgate signed it and I went in and I didn't know I was gonna actually get to hand deliver it to him. Yeah. And I gave it to him and then he signed the ticket stub from the night before. I pretended that I lost my ticket that yeah. night so I can get a reprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he signed that. So I've had that framed That's like awesome. with the a photo of Kelly and I with David and then the the ticket underneath. But yeah. same thing with him being so like he he does and says thing he doesn't really need to like when yeah. we were done with that whole yeah. thing. He's like, oh, give me your phone. Yeah. No, no, no. He goes, oh, take it. Take your Hold phone. Hold on. Out. That was another thing. So we're there. Everyone's signing things. And, um, you know. Bianca was running late. She got stuck on a local train. She got stuck on a local train and she was running late. And I saw her boyfriend was getting something that I thought was hers. I'm like, oh, is Bianca here? And he was like, no, she's stuck. She got the local train. She's on her way. She's still stuck. And David, all by himself, was like, who's running late? And we're like, Bianca. And he was like, 
somebody give me a phone. Yeah, yeah. And so boyfriend gives David the phone and it's like, all right, who who, who should who, Yeah. Yeah, he was sh- he could not believe this was happening. He was like, all right, who should be in this? And I was like, boyfriend, boyfriend. He turns around and he all by himself records a video for Bianca being like, I heard you suck on the local train, be on time next time. Like, we're sorry you're not here. Happy birthday. Her birthday had just passed. Like, happy birthday. Like, he's just the best. And that was the other thing that really frustrated me about like, you know, when it was getting a little hostile at times, it was like, if you know one thing about David Wright, he's not leaving here until everybody gets what he wants, what they want. Like he's that kind of guy. Oh, he's private. He's, he's, I did see the video. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. He's not, he's not going to not take your picture or sign. Like he's never going to blow anybody off. That's yeah. just not him. But that day he was like, Oh, take your phone out for a yeah. second. And then remember he filmed something. Hey, settle an army. Thanks for having yes, my back. Like, he, that. that was his idea. Yeah. He's just the best. He, and Kelly he took a it. picture of me taking the video yeah so it's sick like, i remember I'm, that I'm I in remember the clubhouse that. holding my phone yeah david wright's standing there and then kelly i'm like what the fuck so cool then we went back to the seats so i was like what life what just is this? happened i yeah, know crazy. That, that's that's how i felt too crazy day like, what's going on so speaking of what's going on let's talk about the seven line schedule for next season really quick because even though the mets will make the playoffs this year we do have to talk about <laughs> next year already um I said the other night, the Mets are probably only two or three wins away from us getting missed calls from 718-507-TIXX yeah. because why not? Yeah. <laughs> we will see. If the Mets win every day from here on out, maybe they have a chance. Sure. So oh, that's the wrong. That's this year. Let me pull up the blog post. <laughs> I did put up the schedule a couple of days there ago because I get so many emails and DMs and comments from people going, what's up with London? What's up with London? Yeah. We are going to London. We will be there on the Saturday game because that is the home game. Unfortunately, I can't zoom in on this, but if you're watching this, screenshot it and zoom it in later. But we are doing two games per month next year. Um, is that? Hold on a second. <laughs> Someone forgot I their glasses. The, yeah, I forgot my glasses. At home. I think the first game of the season next year at home and does end up landing in the at the end of March again. So whatever. It's it's two in March and April, basically one in each month. One's the last weekend of the month. Uh, two in May, two in June, two in July, two in August, and two in September. Uh, the way that we're spacing it out, we are going to Tampa Bay in May. We are going to London in June. We are going to Brooklyn in July. We are going back to Brooklyn. Thankfully, that's always a fun time down there. And we are going to Chicago in August. So Chicago White Sox in August. Every away game always lands on a Saturday. The reason why we are not going to, let's see, where else do we need to go? We need to go after this year. We still have Cleveland on our schedule. We still have Texas on our schedule. We still have Houston on our schedule. If it does not land on a weekday, a weekend, we will not be going. doesn't work for our planning. doesn't work for our, our, our massive group trying to get as many people out there as we can. So then in September, we will revisit uh, Philly because if we're going to consistently sell over a thousand tickets to a game down there in Philly, there's no reason for us not to keep yeah, going. Why not? So as long as it stays popular, popular, we will still go back. So that's the story. Go to the sevenline.com, click the blog post and you will see a schedule there. Again, I don't think that these dates are tentative by any means at this point, but I probably would not go buying uh, flights and hotels for anything yet. Unless you want to get a head start on, on uh, London. Because we were, were we are working on hotel blocks for everywhere, London included. So mm-hmm. if you want to hold back on that, we will give you guys the information as soon as we have it. Uh, the one special perk, well, actually two special perks for the Seven Line Army home package members. If you want to go to London, you will automatically have the opportunity to get in. Nice. It'll be a special pre-sale for our home package members, and uh, you'll get early access. The way that it works is the tickets are not sold on MLB's websites or 
the Mets website. It's Ticketmaster. So I had a I had a Zoom meeting with MLB and the Mets. It was uh you know me and them, and we were going back and forth with trying to come up with all the different. We basically spitballed like things that we need and how to accomplish that. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, everyone needs a shirt. We need to know the sizes. We have to be able to ship internationally because right yeah. now we can't. Uh, we have to have a special link for members to do pregame uh, presale. So mm-hmm. a lot of things are going into it. I'm waiting for all the details, but as soon as I have them, I will let you guys know. And then, um, yeah, all home members will have the option to purchase the London series. The 2024 jersey is awesome. Uh, I already got the sample. I'm working on it now. I hope to have it finished so I can wear it to one of the games before the end of the year. Ooh. The other thing I am doing this year or next year is I'm going to get a full run of women's small through 2X and men's small through 4X, and we are going to have some kind of meetup, okay. whether it's during the season in September or maybe we'll plan something in October if you can make it or not, so you could try them on ahead of time. Okay. Because I know sizing is sometimes an issue. This year, the jerseys were a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. and some people don't mind it, not to shout out any of our friends, <laughs> but if you're on the shorter side, you probably don't care. Yeah. But I'm 6'2". Right. The jersey is a little short on me, but it's more of like a replica cut. Okay. When a lot of the fans back in the day were more used to like something in between the replica and authentic a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. So now we will have a full run. Basically, I don't know if you played like certain sports when you were younger, but you like try on the jacket or whatever. So you're gonna be able to try it on ahead of time. So you can get a gauge of what you want for next season. Uh, New members, it's mandatory to get the jersey. Mm -hmm. Existing members, it's optional. But now that I think we're going, I I mean, I could just tell you the truth. It's a pullover V-neck mesh. It's a mesh pullover V-neck. To be a little bit less expensive because oh, those actually don't cost as much, less work, less buttons, yeah. and the material is breathable. And we've never done that before. And I guess That's like I can, I guess, let you guys know as well what the front's going to be. It yeah. is going to be this logo here, the Seven Line oh. Army with the tail, oh, the Seven Line script in the tail. It'll say Army. The only Mets uh, patches will be on the sleeves. Cool. So it is going to look like more of a dedicated T Seven LA jersey. Uh, V-neck, orange, mesh, pullover, patches on the sleeves, name and number on the back, and also the number on the front. So that's the deal. Uh, once I have the physical sample, that's what I'm going to show off because I have the mock-up of it. I don't want to show that off because I feel like you never really get the an idea of what a mesh jersey will look like in a photo. Go ahead. I just thought of something. Okay. Well, I, it's, it's a shame because, I mean, a lot would have to go right with this, but I was thinking... You know, by the grace of God, Edwin Diaz is back and healthy at that point. Instead of tea and crumpets, it would be tea and trumpets. Ah. Maybe just keep that in the back of your mind. Well, I think I want to do a jersey for the away game. Oh. I think I want to do a jersey for London instead of a t-shirt. Reason being, when you do a t-shirt, every time you add a location of print, Uh it doubles the amount of time and the amount of work. So, like, let's say you do a full, full front print and a full back yeah. that's that's like doing let's say we sell to we are going to sell 2000 tickets mm-hmm. that's 4000 t-shirts that's instead lot, yeah. if you add a sleeve 6000 t-shirts you know yeah. so what i want to do is have it be a sublimated button up jersey and then you can add like the london flag the american flag cool. mets do like something cool yeah. that you can't really accomplish on a t-shirt okay so that's what i'm hoping for i like it but we have to be able to number one sell them on our website yeah because we can't Right now, I can't sell things to anyone in the UK or anywhere right. else in the world besides the the you know United States. So we're gonna work all that out, and hopefully, we figure that out soon. And I will let you guys know. Uh, kegs and eggs in Minnesota. I did work out the brewery. It is called Inbound. Yay! Uh, let me see if I can pull up their Instagram here. They don't have a kitchen, but they work with local food trucks. So they are trying. They don't normally open as early as I want them to open because it is a Saturday game. Uh, day game 
Okay. So since it's a day game, they, I think they normally open around noon. You let people have like a one hour pregame before the game. I said, that is not, not enough. early enough for us. Yeah. So uh, waiting to hear back from inbound, but this is the spot. Uh, what does it say? Making and drinking great beer, dog friendly tap room. Look at that dog friendly in the North loop of Minneapolis. And this is where we will be. Oh, what a shame. They have a large area indoors. And, and, uh, I think her name is Emily. Hopefully I didn't get that <gasps> wrong. What do I see? Oh, Taylor Swift. The trivia. trivia. Oh my God. I you can't believe I'm not going to this you place. Go, you can go there and host it. <laughs> so I think her name is Emily. If not, and I'm sorry, but. Uh, I'm dealing with another another Emily with the Knicks. I'm going to get ah, Knicks season tickets, I think. Nice. But anyway, this is the spot. And they said to me, hey, we can hold like 350 people. You sold 700 tickets. Are people going to be angry if they can't get in? I said, yeah. they might be. But like anywhere we go, yeah. we never pick a spot that can hold 1,600 people yeah, in yeah, Boston. Yeah. Not everyone goes to the pregame. So let's say let's figure half. Yeah. So if half the people go, they'll all get in as long as you're early. So I think they're going to open at 10 a.m. for us. Great. Hang out there for two hours. They'll walk over to the ballpark and find something to do after the game as well. So uh, the Mets will be in the thick of that playoff hunt by then. <laughs> First weekend of September. Some people are staying. I think Bianca and Mike are staying for the Vikings game the next day. Yeah, I am not. Uh, but it should be a fun time. So shout out to Corona. Thanks for your support this whole season. Can't wait to drink some $4 heavily discounted Coronas on Friday at the pregame party at the K corner. Uh, just if you didn't know by now, David Wright and Julia are now best friends. <laughs> okay. We don't think there was a fight with Jacob DeGrom and Pete Alonzo, no. although Mike Francesa says so. I think that Francesa, if you're going to say something like that, you better have some proof or Seriously. some kind of fact or say, I heard from this person. Yeah. I know they don't always like to you throw their to sources. You the person, but like you'd say more than just they got in a fight and then like, don't say how you goes, know that or any context at all whatsoever. Did Jacob and peek into a fight? Yes. <laughs> okay. And then moved on. I was like, wait, what? How do you just throw that Go out? Go back. No one knows what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't, Back I don't checkers. Know. You fucking know what he's talking about. Cause I don't. Yeah. I don't think anyone does. I don't know. All right. Anyway, see you guys on Friday. Julia's not going to be there. Shocker. I actually might. No way. I actually, I'm pre -game? Gonna, I, I won't be the pregame. Chris will. Okay. If, if everything works out, but I'm going to go after work. I can't take off any more time for work, but I'm going to go after work, I think. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, even though you didn't ask, my back's feeling better. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, I fucking know because all you do <laughs> is ice bath and obviously it's I've feeling better. I've been working so hard for two months to try to get back on the bike and I rode this past weekend, so I'm, I'm happy about that. I'm very proud of you. Yes. Good and job. my test was to see if, I mean, it still hurts now, but yeah. like. Is it going to hurt more after I'm done riding or hurt the same? And yeah. it hurts the same. So I'm good. Great. <laughs> there we go. Small wins. I'm back, baby. All right. See you guys Friday. Say Tuesday. Today Tuesday. is Tuesday. See you Friday. Tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, review, share the show. Tell your friends about us because there might only be like four shows ever left. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep saying that until maybe it won't happen. Maybe but... demand will be higher. Yeah, than... right? <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the farewell tour. It's like Mike Francesa. Yeah, <laughs> may as well keep watching because this might be your last chance. What do we got? Four left? All right. <laughs> See you guys at least next week and uh, also Friday. Also Friday. Scooby Doo. Yes. That. Bye. <laughs>